Maximize your sense of aliveness. Gain new perspectives on health, your body, and the meaning of life. You can control your physiology and how you feel in your body in this moment. Your life will never be the same. This is the Vitality Podcast with Andrea Page. Excitingly enough, today is a very special day. Three people in this room have today graduated as brand new, thriving colon hydrotherapists. And that deserves a round of applause. Yes, sir. Woo! Give a wave. Give a wave. Give a wave. Give a wave. They're shy. They're shy. They're shy. We've just finished today a full-on week full of health empowerment um, and returning to self, returning to body, returning to the unity of cure and the ability to self-heal. And that's the work that I do. My mission in general is to raise the bar on health so that we can reconceptualize health not merely as absence of disease, but living with maximum vitality. So some of you are probably back just because you're taking tabs on me. Last week, the other, <laughs> there were some girls here who were just sneaking in. I'm on day 42 of a fast, which means I haven't eaten solid food in 42 days. So you guys probably haven't seen someone like that before. I, you can touch me. I'm not plastic. Wink, wink. Yeah. I'm, I exist. Yeah. Still, for now. Huh? Air. 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 Yes, air. I've eaten lots of air. Ether. Yes, I'm eating that for sure. For sure. I love it. I'm also having juice. I'm doing a juice feast. Does anyone want my cucumber? First hand I see. Who wants the cucumber? All right, you back there. Awesome. So, yeah, we, we can talk about fasting. We always do. Um, but moreover, enjoy it, sir. Yeah, thank you for eating it. Moreover, um, I've actually asked these beautiful beings who I've gotten the pleasure to spend the week with and get to know a little bit to just share, to share from their heart their own inspiration on this path of self-healing. And that's what these classes are about. That's what this Monday night is. The idea of a satsang, it's a health satsang, welcome, is that you leave here with something ignited inside of you, some little bit of truth that you've remembered. Because we're not here to tell you anything you don't know. In fact, there's nothing that you don't already know. That's pretty powerful. It's just a matter of creating the space inside of yourself so that you can start to hear the answers. And it's not something that necessarily happens in the mind. Often the interpretation comes in through the mind, but then when there's something awakened, you feel it in the body, you feel it in the soul, you feel it in the ether. And so tonight I've asked these lovely beings to come and just share. So I think we'll start there. Just to let you know the tone of this space and as well the tone of their training as certified colon hydrotherapists was under the premise of naturopathy. Naturopathy is the modern movement of natural hygiene and I am at my roots a natural hygienist. Natural hygiene is the science of fasting and through fasting we can understand that when the digestive system shuts off and slows down, 
the digestive system, mind you, can take up to 70% of all available energy. That's most, most of your energy. Yeah, and if you're eating three times a day, then that's a lot of energy that's going to digestion. And so when you allow the digestive system to shut off, especially when you're still taking in nutrients in the form of a liquid, plant blood, then you can allow your energy, your own inner prana, we call it in yoga, to go and heal and cleanse at a cellular level. And so that's what we do all day, every day here in the detox department at the Yoga Barn. We're starting tomorrow our three-day foundation cleanse program. Uh, one of the very few intakes for July will be tomorrow, and so that's exciting. If you're thinking about fasting, you can come talk to me about that after. Uh, but for now, in general, fasting is the modality that we use here to empower people to reconnect to their health. And that's, that's pretty special. Who has had an experience where you felt reconnected to your health? All right, some of you. Who's had an experience where they've felt connected to disease? Right, more of you. <laughs> and that's not surprising, because we live in a world where we talk a lot about disease. And we don't talk a lot about health. And so that's the tone of this space, yeah? to focus on health. I'm not an MD, it says doctor out there, right? I'm an ND, I'm a naturopathic doctor. That's a doctor of health rather than a doctor of medicine. Does that make sense? So I try to get my biases out of the way. My roots are in natural hygiene. I have a master's of science in something called ethnobotany, which is the study of the relationship between people and plants. Food plants are my specialty, right? So knowing about what goes into the juices, right? Or salads or whatever other kind of plant food you're choosing to eat. Uh, I'm also a clinical iridologist, a career colon hydrotherapist, colonics teacher. And I'm really here to bring us back to the importance of not only intake, but really the importance of elimination. And the reminder that we don't need as much as we think we do. And that's pretty big. All right. So with that, I think I'll invite whomever wants to come up, or if you guys want to come hang up here all together. Come all together. Welcome. Come all together. Come on. Come on. You want to introduce yourselves and share anything you want. I'm going to sit down and listen. <laughs> Woo! Go, Kathleen! Thank you. 
something comes in and it has an effect, something comes out, language is something that affects our, what we see, our perspectives, how we receive the world, uh, and then how we'll give, how that entire exchange. And there's, uh, I, uh, a few years ago, I got in a snowboarding accident and I had a, a kind of brain injury and I had this language aphasia, as the doctors would call it. Um, There'd be times where I'm talking to people and it's like I know the word that I want to say, but I can't figure it out. I know I know what it is, but I don't have the word for it. And there are times where people would be talking to me. <laughs> so that right there, those were three accounts, thank you all so much, of self-healing at its best, of starting to listen to the awakened power inside of you that is here for healing. Yeah. And so just to be clear in case anyone missed, they've been training in this modality to help manifest and maximize elimination through the body. And so this entire paradigm is about reshifting the focus away from what we put in because everyone knows what the foods that are good for you are and what the foods that are bad for you are. We don't need more education on that. The only dietary advice I give is eat more fruits and vegetables. Whatever you think more is, three times that. Yeah, I bet you've never heard that fruits and vegetables are good for you, right? Yeah, see, we know it. That's, that's not news. But Anita up here saying that you're supposed to be pooping three times a day? Who's heard that before? Yeah, no one just raised their hand. I yeah. heard two before, but not three. Well, once, <laughs> once per meal per day. Once per meal per day. So if you're only eating twice a day, then two. Yeah, let's not exaggerate on the poo. But refocusing on the elimination, because in natural healing, we understand that the root of all disease is what we call auto-intoxication. All right, auto, what does that mean? Self, very good. Intoxication, what does that mean? It doesn't have to do with alcohol, or does it? <laughs> it means toxicity inside, self-toxicity. We are toxifying ourselves. And how are we doing that? Well, we already talked about those dietary choices. Number two is most people are walking around super constipated. My definition of constipation is anything less than pooping once per meal per day. You see that? Something's coming in and it's not going out. It's held there. It's constipated. And then moreover, we're self-intoxicating because there's so many toxins in the world of today. That's simply the 21st century. We can't get away from that. You've come to Bali. Who thought Bali was paradise? Before you came, did you think Bali was paradise? And then you get out here and you're on the street and there's these tour buses and then there's people burning trash and you're like, what? I'm in paradise. That's the world of today and we can't get away from it even if we go to a tropical island thousands of miles away. Yeah? That's reality and we don't need to deny that by any means. Hmm? But we have to acknowledge that our bodies simply can't fend for themselves anymore on their own. Right? Because the truth is that not only are our systems of elimination impaired, but now we're taking in more toxicity than ever before. 
Right. And normally I could segue here into a speech that would make you want to get a full 15 series of colonics, which I totally recommend you do. Unfortunately, our clinic is fully booked for the entire week, unless you guys can find an appointment. So I don't want to, you know, promise some things that you can't follow through on. But maybe wherever you go back home, there's a gravity colonics practitioner. And so to be clear about that, the kind of colonics that we practice are maybe 5% of the world of colonics, which is super unfortunate. Thankfully, there are six more practitioners now born just today, right? Who are going to go out there and take the world by storm. So maybe you can find one where you live. I'm happy to share resources. I'm setting up a network of gravity practitioners as well as healers all over the world. So if there are people that you know of, maybe who you think should be on that list, please write me. And this can be something that grows because when we start to pay attention to our output, everything inside gets that much more amazing. I want to spend the next maybe 10 minutes before I open to questions talking about that song <laughs> that mistakenly played at the beginning of class. How did it go? Barbie. I'm a Barbie girl <laughs> in a Barbie. And it's perfectly, absolutely perfect that that played tonight when I'm wearing my shirt, the magical potion for eternal beauty. I only wear this on very specific days. Does anyone know what's in this bottle? What is the magical potion for eternal beauty. Because I mentioned to you already that all disease is one thing. Well, guess what? The potion for eternal beauty and the potion for healing is also all one thing. So what's in this bottle? What do you think? Okay, health. And to be more specific, how does that happen? (laughs) It's empty, this is interesting. Ether. We're back to the ether. (laughs) There's ether in that bottle. Energy. Prana. Okay. Okay. I love this. Energy. Love. Let's go with the energy for a moment. What gives you energy? Okay. So, so like a self gesture, something giving back, something recyclable, renewable. All right. What else gives you energy? Okay. Nutrients. So this is an interesting one, and I spend most of my lectures talking about trying to flip this on its head, because we have this old adage of food is fuel. We have to eat, and there's nutrition, there's nutrients, and then there's calories, and those aren't always the same thing, right? Because we know that McDonald's has a lot of one and not a lot of the other. So that's for sure. But also, energy isn't only nutrients. Yeah, for sure, nutrition has a lot to offer us. I encourage you that half of what you eat by volume be green in color. That's how your nutrition will work for you to cleanse your blood and maximize elimination. But moreover, this concept of energy doesn't only come through food. For sure, the original prana, sun, comes to photosynthesize in plants, right? Most of those plants are green, right? And that's what we then eat, or we eat their fruit, which might be a multitude of colors. That's awesome, right? Maybe we eat their roots or their tubers, different parts of the plants. We get different amounts of nourishment. But then there are times that we're made to go through where we're not eating. And yet somehow 
on day 42 of a fast, I feel freaking fantastic. Now, how could that be? I am getting calories and nutrients through the juice I'm drinking, but quite minimal in comparison to what I would have gotten these past 42 days had I been eating. And so can you use your yogic practice, perhaps, or your yogic perspective to try to guess what's in this bottle of eternal beauty and energy? Okay. Your breath, hydration, breath, hydration, respiration. These are two of my four foundations of health. Very good. But more than anything, how about prana? Have you heard that word, prana? Vital life force energy. This is the ether. This is energy at its base. It's chi. It's ki in Japan. It's mana in Hawaii, right? They have a name for it all over the world. I have an entire podcast about prana. I think it's episode two. That's why I handed out my cards, by the way, guys. It has my website, and then it has a link to all of these lectures that I've recorded for you to give away for free so that you can continue to ask yourself questions. Yeah? But in that lecture, we talk about the, what is it, the eternal magical potion for eternal beauty. That's prana. That's vital life force energy. That's when you figure out that you're not only meant to run off of food, and rather you're meant to run off of your own fuel. That that prana, this life force inside of you, can fuel you, right? Days on end. And when you start to tap into that more, and rely less on food, as Luce mentioned, perhaps to suppress things, depending on what we're eating. Whoever feels like, they feel a bit emotional and so they reach for some food. Raise your hand. Oh yeah, be honest, all right. That should be everyone in the room. Come on, come on. Yeah, you find that? I often talk about the physiology of eating to get your mind off of things. As we eat, food passes through the digestive system. Remember, it takes up to 70% of all available energy to digest. That's reflected by blood flow. And that blood is flowing directly down away from the brain. Literally, taking our mind off of things. And so, as Luz eloquently said, when we're fasting, there's no more space to push it down. We just got to face this stuff. And so, indeed, however, when you fast, you also prove to yourself that you have this inner life force. Now, I think, Kathleen, this is your first time fasting, right? Yes. And you're on day six? Day five? Day five yeah. All right. And have you surprised yourself yet? I'm not hungry. Yes. <laughs> I love, I, I inhale my food in my colonic. There are entire whole peanuts unchewed. Entire <laughs> peanut unchewed. I just swallow my food. I get eating. I just keep eating. I've been fasting for five days on juice, or feasting on juice for five days. And I don't feel hungry. I feel good. Good. I'm alive. I feel alive. I feel alive. Direct quote right there. <laughs> that is prana. That's reconnection to this magical potion for eternal beauty. Yeah. And this is what we spend all our time doing in our yoga practice. Right? Trying to cultivate this reconnection with prana. That's what yoga is about. It's not about getting the best gorgeous pose, right? In case you were overwhelmed by Lululemon. 
It's about reconnecting into vital life force energy because that is life. And when you know how to bring life into your body unstoppably, aging becomes a myth. And the more that you can literally swallow life, right, through not eating, maybe fasting, the more that life force energy inside of you has license to perforate, is that a word? Percolate or perforate every cell in your body. I think I mixed words. Every cell in your body and heal. Because that is what we call the unity of cure in naturopathy. The fact that all disease has one root, all healing also has one root. And that stems from inside of you. And so that's what these girls were really sharing about, the fact that they gave themselves an opportunity to heal. And my first time in Bali here four years ago, I was at Puratirtha Empul, at the water healing temple. And I had this huge realization when I was in the water. It was like a boom, and I don't know how I hadn't had it before because I'd been practicing for years as a naturopath. But it was just this realization of everyone on this planet today needs healing. Everyone, no matter what age or what country they were born in or the color of their skin, everyone needs healing. And so when you might sit here and say, I don't have a concussion or I don't have a, a disease that's incurable or I don't, I'm not on medications, right? What do these people have to share with me? They have to share with you the courage to admit that we all need healing. And that's huge. And so the day we step onto that journey, the day that we have the courage to open up this bottle, to tap in to our Swadhisthana chakra, the second chakra, right, the seat of prana in the body, the hara, the birthplace of ki, right, the dantian we say in Chinese medicine. This is the seat of chi, of prana, of vital life force energy. And it's from here that life begins and doesn't end. And so simply by not putting things in the vessel, this magical potion bottle, by finding that emptiness, that love for self, that space, that endless renewable resource of prana, you've all gotten the answer right. That is the magical potion for eternal beauty. All right. So I'll open up to some questions. I never leave this much time for questions. Awesome. All right, you're first. Yes, love. Right? Isn't that crazy? That's what we're taught. Because there's a dichotomy. So if anyone, if you didn't hear, she said she was taught at university that constipation was defined by going less than two times a week to poop. We assess what's normal in the human body by what's normal in society today. The trouble with that is that what's normal in society today is a very high rate of diet and lifestyle-related disease. 
So do you want to assess what's normal based upon sick people or based upon your body's capability or desire to heal and to work perfectly? Because I promise you it wants to. If you've ever had a cut, what do you do? You cover it and it repairs itself. There, that's evidence. If you needed some evidence on the body's self-healing ability and potential. Thank you for sharing. Yes, cucumber man. Yes, and um, surprisingly, not a lot. I took two months, because I'm, I'm quite responsible. I'm a professional faster. I've been doing this for 15 years, so it's, it's not like you guys should necessarily start 42 days fasting right now. I do have multiple lectures on fasting on the podcast series, so you can listen in more on the how-to and the do-it-yourself. But to prepare for this two months of fasting, I took two months of intensive weight gain. And I'm quite public about how I did that and what I chose to do. Um, so you can check out the Facebook page, which I have up here. It's the second link on those little cards. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash cleanse with Andrea. And I have a lot of videos where I talk about that. Um, in total, I haven't weighed myself this week, um, but last week it was only like five kilos, which is super minimal for, at that point, like 35 days. Yeah. And is it for everyone? Is it for everyone? Is fasting for everyone? Who would we not recommend fasting for, ladies? Same people we wouldn't recommend colonics for. Very good. She didn't even take the training. Love her. <laughs> yes, anyone who's pregnant or breastfeeding, right? So someone who's trying to birth new life, it's not the time to detoxify. As well as people who are deficient in any way. So if, if they're drastically underweight, if they're drastically anemic, if their blood tests are showing great imbalances. However, if that's an imbalance in something hormonal or an imbalance in some kind of circulatory condition, like high or low blood pressure, fasting will correct that quite quickly. Um, but when you look at depletion, when you look at organ failure, uh, people over a certain age shouldn't fast. Uh, people who don't know what they're doing or people who plan to break their fast with a McDonald's triple cheeseburger probably shouldn't fast. People with a history of uh, mental illness or eating disorders shouldn't fast. But the bottom line is that we are, me we are made, we are created. It's programmed into our DNA to go through cycles of feast and famine. And feast and famine. And yet today we only have the feast. <laughs> there ain't no more famine. And that means that our body never has time to reconnect to its healing life force energy. It has no time to open the bottle, the magical potion for eternal beauty. So what do we do? We use plastic. We use collagen. We try to become the Barbie girl from outside rather than allowing it to shine from inside. Yeah? And that's huge because when you're healthy inside, it shines outside and you instantly become attractive to people because you're doing the work at a cellular level. And that's something that excites people on a reproductive level, right? That's why we're attracted to each other, because this person or that person right, has reproductive potential. This is our biology. We can't deny it. So the cleaner and healthier you get inside, that'll do you years more than makeup, honey. All right, next question. Oh, he has another one. Let me, let me, let me give someone else a chance, all right? We'll come back to you if we have time. How do we generate the prana? Do we do pranayama or 
I love it. There's no right answer. How do you reach the top of the mountain? Because there's 50 million paths to get there. There's no right answer. There, that, I mean, people are coming up with prana generating sciences. That's what kundalini yoga is, right? That is what pranayama is. That's what ashtanga yoga is. I mean, that's what tai chi is. That's what qigong is, right? They're all of these prana cultivating exercises. One of my favorite ones, just become conscious of the energy in between your hands. That's it. Just by paying attention to that. Or place your hands between your navel and your pubic bone. Close your eyes and focus on what you feel between the body and the palms of your hands. And you might notice in this practice that your mind won't shut up. (laughs) And so you're not able to focus. And so that's why we have other meditation techniques and satsang and simple awareness to figure out how to actually distinguish your greater self from the mind. Because you're not your mind. We walk around thinking that we are the mind and that we are the body. We are not these things. Just like Kathleen said, you are not a disease. We have a mind and we have a body, the latter of which is our vehicle that our spirit drives through life. And so when we start to enter as a vessel, rather than to identify, that's when the separation happens enough that we can tap in to the prana. So for me, uh, yoga asana has been one of the most powerful awakenings of prana in my own life. Um, But really, if there was a shortcut to the top of the mountain, I would say it's fasting. Yeah? So fasting, by, by the sheer virtue of fasting, you're actually self-generating prana? Yeah. Because your body stops relying on what's coming from outside. And it says, okay, we have a chance to come on what's inside. And so this is what I talk about very liberally when I talk about things like Red Bull, energy drinks, coffee, right? Any kind of stimulant, if that's drug-based, like ecstasy, or even a depressant like alcohol. Anything that's going to change your level of prana, right, or change the spirit of your existence from outside inherently disconnects us from this internal life force energy. And so the fact that we're going around popping pills and taking stimulants all day long, we're that much further away from figuring out how to open this bottle. Does that make sense? Because when we trust ourselves enough to source from inside, when Kathleen says her first time fasting, you know, I'm just going to fast and see how it goes and see where it takes me, right? The courage to open the bottle. She taps in to what was her quote? I feel alive, (laughs) right? That aliveness is the prana. And this is my slogan. This is what the entire work I do is. It's live for vitality. Live for that aliveness. Live to get younger every day that passes, every sun that rises. <laughs> Everyone has follow-up questions. All right, let's go here. Have you heard of pyromaria? Yeah, there was... Where your body doesn't absorb things in B6. So I, like about a year ago, I had like a urine test and blood test and... 
I haven't. We had a man here. I don't know if anyone was here for that talk. We had a special guest talk like a month and a half ago, and he spoke about it. Um, any kind of conditions like this where there are conditions of lack um, or malabsorption? Uh, really, fasting is amazing for that. And the reason is because during fasting, everything in the body balances itself out. And if it is an absorption issue, let's say at the small intestine level where most of the absorption happens, then the body will have a chance to heal itself. As we close off the highway, right, then it's able to self-replicate. But if you always have traffic going through, then the, the absorbers that are damaged, and this is for people who have any kind of intestinal digestive disturbance, right, they can never heal unless we shut that off. Um, no, no, he is not well-versed in fasting, um, as far as I know. He, livingyouthfully.com, I think is his website, if you want to check it out. Um, but I would encourage you as well to, um, it sounds like you are, which is awesome, say, is it actually the medications or the, what I was prescribed that's helping? Because um, that's always my first question, is are whatever you've prescribed, has it helped? Yeah. Um, and then I would, I would follow that up with, have you changed other things in your diet and lifestyle? Like, have you increased the amount of water that you have to drink? Or have you changed your work hours, or your sleep habits, or whatever it is? And reflect if it was a bigger picture, because it often is. It's never just one thing. Um, and then from there, do some experimentation to, to really start to see. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Come join us tomorrow. Okay. I just want to share something that couple days ago and it's, it goes, it's related to that and it, um, I realized I came nine months ago it's changed my life a lot of the reasons why we come to these places energetic places to find ourselves and, and the irony of it is uh, we try to find ourselves in reading books go to the old gurus uh, what she told me to go there I go there it's the same with the food you know so we want to eat this we want to eat that we take a vitamin but all you have to do in the end, and when I found my peace and my happiness was when I just stay still and I didn't go to everyone's philosophy or what their cure was. It was just all in me. And I know everyone say it, but we don't do it because it's so much easier to just follow, you know, like we've been doing for so long. So when you say about the food, it's the same thing. Like, you know, we use the food just to shut up. Our, like, it's, so, it's such an easy fix, right? Like, even if we think it's healthy food or vitamins, Everyone does all these vitamins nowadays that, you know, I don't think it's necessarily the cure. So I just thought that was just very interesting because I think in life in general, it's just don't look at the outside. Like, I mean, it's good to read books, it's good to do stuff, but when you're maybe in a better position with yourself, you know, you find yourself like, go read books. It's cool to, to have uh, other perspectives, but your own perspective and your own peace is just here. And it's the same with the prana. Like it comes down to that. It's just my own experience. Oh, yeah. bravo. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, and that's, 
I mean, that's, that's right al aligned with everything that we're holding here in this department. It's that the answers are inside of you on all levels. I was sick for 10 years with my stomach and they couldn't find anything doctors. They'll send me stuff, stuff, stuff. Then I started listening to, it was also physical. I was here, it was physical. Then I, saw, I stopped eating meat. I'm Latina, so we eat a lot of meat. They teach us to eat as many cows as you can. You know, it's so good for you. My mom was like, milk, and she will pay me to drink a chocolate milk every day. Because when I was four years old, I didn't want to drink milk. I came with the right thing, you know. I already, from my past life, I was, I was ahead. But, you know, and the culture, they're like, no, you drink your milk, you eat your meat. And then, when I stopped doing all these things, I healed myself. So it's just simple. Like, it's more simple than we think, you know, it is. It's just like, listen, and that's it. Yeah, sister, she gets it. Yeah. Love it. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Vitality Podcast. Please click over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review to spread this work with the world. You have a part in transforming humanity's health. Keep enjoying this free resource and make sure to give back by sharing, subscribing, and checking out all of Andrea's work at liveforvitality.com, where you can find links to Instagram and other social media. Andrea also gives astrology readings, holds online fasting retreats, and teaches detox courses and advanced yoga teacher trainings. So come to liveforvitality.com and let Andrea transform your life now.